Hi everyone, I am JJ Hornblast and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. This is our weekly wrap for what's happening in auto finance for the week of November 2. Before beginning, I want to thank Auto Finance News advertisers Alpha, DeFi, and FIS for their continuing support. Thank you so much. And it is nice to see Joey Pizzolato, Deputy Editor of Auto Finance News with me today uh, for this episode. Welcome, Joey. It is Monday, November 9, 2020. This weekend was marked by the news that Joe Biden had been elected president and Kamala Harris vice president. The Justice Department late last week filed an antitrust lawsuit in federal court in San Francisco, arguing that Visa's deal for Plaid would illegally extend Visa's dominant position and should be stopped. The Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine produced even better results than expected, as according to an announcement early this morning. The Chinese government has put the kibosh on Ant Financial's IPO. And finally, I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but a new president was elected in the United States. October saw some interesting developments on the used vehicle market or used vehicle value index. Joey, why don't you give us, uh, please, some background on what's going on in the unused vehicles? Uh, in October and maybe uh, some implications for the market? Sure. Um, so the Mannheim Used Vehicle Value Index in October rose um, slightly on a month-over-month -month basis, um, about less than a half a percentage point. Um, but what was interesting about that is, you know, usually seasonality um, in October and November kind of plays into, you know, keeping that index um, normalized, if you will. Um, so seasonality uh, this month was expected, it expected higher than normal declines in used vehicle values, which is pushing up the index a little bit more. So what, what the report came with was a caveat, pretty much saying that on a month over month basis, we're more so looking at a, dec excuse me, a decline of about 1.9% used vehicle values, which is more in line with um, pricing trends on a week-by-week -week basis. Um, and, you know, what, what that used vehicle values kind of being out of touch with seasonality is doing a couple different things. Um, Credit Acceptance Corp um, pointed to used vehicle values as the strong used vehicle values um, as the reason, one of the reasons why their originations were down. Um, they said that uh, higher prices get transferred to the consumer because dealers have to sell their cars for you know a higher ticket price, um, and that's going to squeeze out some some of the consumers on on the lower end of that credit spectrum, which is interesting because this is the first time we were hearing an executive point to the used vehicle market as anything but like good news. Usually, you talk about a strong used vehicle market, high recoveries, everything's great. Um, so this is an interesting development. Uh, it was the were these numbers surprising 
unexpected? Um, I'm not sure if they were unexpected. Um, you know, last month in, in uh, September, we saw a decline after, you know, those three months of record, um, which, which pointed to kind of um, a normalization of, of the used vehicle market. Um, so the long answer to your short question is probably, yes, it was unexpected. Um, you know, the market expects um, used vehicle values to decline as they, as they normally do, and um, they're not quite there yet not quite normalized. I mean, I, the number that stuck out to me was this 15.4% year-over-year increase for the Mannheim used vehicle index on a seasonally adjusted basis. So on a year-over, I mean, I, I would think, you know, generally on the subprime side, you have vehicle purchases that are out of need. Uh, if, the, if the vehicle costs you know, five thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. There's not, you know, that there's not that kind of granular price sensitivity for um, used vehicles in the subprime uh, credit uh, band. But fifteen point four percent is a lot, and yes, so and, and I, they mu it must have sort of crossed some demark. I don't know what that line is vis-a-vis -vis affordability, non-affordability for subprime borrowers, but we seem to have crossed that. Is that a fair assessment? I think it is. Um, and like, like you pointed out, that 15.9% year over year, 15.4, uh, excuse me, um, <laughs> is, is definitely indicative that, you know, prices are way higher than, than normal. Um, and we might now be seeing kind of, as you mentioned, that line that we're, it could be pricing consum consumers out of the market. Yeah, I mean, what do you think might be a mitigating factor to that? Like what might start uh, um, creating a, a downward trend on used vehicle prices? Well, I think if we, if we kind of can get past this pent up demand um, that is still driving a lot of, you know, sales in the, in the used market, um, the inventory concerns in the, in the new market driving more consumers to the used. I think that that might help normalize uh, used vehicle values back down to kind of where they were, where they have been over the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, so that could be one driver. Um, and then, of course, seasonality going into um, November, December, where we know that car sales are expected to decline if, if that continues to happen um, then again we could probably could possibly get back to kind of a normalized level I think that we you know that this new car inventory issue we had said would likely resolve by early 2021 you know first quarter you know early 2021 um, but I don't think that after last month's decline in the used car index that there was an expectation that values would jump again, even by a nominal amount. This really does change the, this sort of uh, the landscape, especially on the subprime side of the market. Exactly, exactly. Um, like you mentioned, I don't think anybody really expected them to, to rise. And I, I think that that's, that's why we're seeing this caveat um, with the report. Uh, I, guess, I guess we'll see what happens with November, um, but uh, I'm not sure. I, I guess the only thing that we can say is, is that it's really not clear what the valuation trend is right now. I mean, I kind of all bets off. Uh, 
if you've got an October with, uh, with that kind of year-over-year uh, -year seasonally adjusted number also. That's just a remarkable number. Um, so we, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, what, as you always do, Joey. Uh, what is the plan for our coverage uh, over the course of this year? What can our readers expect? Um, so of this week, excuse oh, me. Oh, I was going to say that's a that's a tall order. Um, this week uh, we will have the very last of our third quarter earnings um, from Nicholas Financial, GM Financial. Um, I will be finishing up this afternoon, so uh, be on the lookout for that. And then we'll be taking a look at uh, Room and Shifts third quarter earnings. Um, first time we're going to get a full quarter, um, so we'll get a nice um, snapshot as to you know where they're sitting. How, how the third quarter's played out for them in terms of, you know, digital retailing. Great. Well, uh, please don't, uh, don't forget to rate the roadmap on your podcast platform and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and again here next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.